okay, so welcome to this episode of the Ethical Conversations podcast. I'm here with Victoria, the CEO and co-founder of Her, and we're going to be chatting about her sustainable journey and also her, what it is, what the business is, and why it's doing great things for ethical fashion. So Victoria, can you start off by telling me a little bit about your sustainability journey and how that links into founding Her? Sure. Well, thanks for having me this morning. So I founded her now three and a half years ago because I really believed that there was a better way to do fashion. Um, I think it's madness that we've kind of grown up in this wear it once, you know, Instagram led generation. And we know now um, that, that fashion is one of the most damaging uh, in- industries and, um, and, and one of the most damaging things to our environment. So I really believe there was just a smarter way to do it. Um, in terms of my personal journey, I'd say definitely that I wasn't someone that really considered what I purchased. I was, you know, taken by that one click checkout. Um, I like new things. And what I've learned over the last three and a bit years, as I learn more every day about sustainability, about conscious consumerism and about renting, of course, is that actually owning less makes you happier and it's better for your mental health. Um, there's a reason why we all detox our wardrobes and spring clean. And actually what I've learned is that I can live better with less. And I think that's one of the most important learnings kind of personally and professionally that that her has taught me definitely and what I love about renting is that you can still get that kind of dopamine hit without actually really consuming anything because like I loved fast fashion and then once I went off fast fashion I just bought loads of secondhand fashion I mean obviously it's better but it's like I was still massively over consuming that so the fact that renting lets you just try new things for a month or if you've got a special event, you can still get that buzz of like, oh, I've got something new. I'm not feeling bored with my wardrobe. But then at the end of the month, you can send it back and someone else can try it. I just think it's genius, especially for like recovering fast fashion addicts. I think this whole concept of, of redefining newness is, is so fascinating. Um, I saw a, a meme a couple of days ago on Instagram that was, you know, said, you know, I buy something and then I've got something to look forward to for, to, for like a three a four-day period until it arrives mm-hmm. and I was like that's so fascinating and and I'm a avid deep uh, and eBay user myself um and renting is exactly that right you've got to be able to provide really cool contemporary fashion or the pieces that people are seeing on Instagram but at fast fashion prices and that's really what we're trying to do and um, my whole mission is making sure that someone can rent an amazing Ghani dress uh, for the cost of a high street fashion dress or a fast fashion dress um, and that's kind mm-hmm. of what what drives us day to day at her yeah and I think that that's so great because a lot of sustainable fashion is so expensive and it is a more accessible way and it's kind of like getting a foot in the door if someone tries that and then obviously they kind of get more information about ethical fashion then they might start thinking more about it in general so hopefully <laughs> fingers crossed and um, so in terms of founding and running her um what are your biggest challenges what were your biggest wins I know that you had um a pop-up in Selfridges which was so cool and it's just such um an incredible thing for putting ethical fashion out there but what are like your top three highlights from her and then what were also challenges relating to the business sustainability anything Yeah, sure. So in terms of kind of founding her and why I founded it, um, we're a tech first business. My passion and interest lies heavily on the tech side and creating a scalable product that 
means that anyone across the UK can use her and access fashion for a fraction of the price. And the reason why we've really fixated on the peer-to-peer element and and why we fixated on the tech side is because actually to get peer-to-peer right, um, you need to be a tech-first business. What we've spent over three and a half years building is is incredibly complex, is as functional, uh, the Her platform is as functional as an Airbnb. So when you think about the complexities behind cancellations and reviews and when things go wrong and, and you know, thousands of, you know, people renting from each other, um, there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes. But to our users, it's really important that it looks and feels as much like e-commerce as possible. So we have tried really heavily to to kind of imitate what a normal elevated aspirational e-com platform uh, would look like but obviously you don't have that environmental cost of buying Mm -hmm. so yeah kind of fast forward three years it's been it's been very busy definitely a highlight um, and a kind of key pivotal moment in our journey has been our partnership with Selfridges so we launched uh, at the beginning of 2020 their first ever rental fashion pop-up in their third floor contemporary women's wear department Um, and it was a real game changer for us and we'd pre Previously ran one pop up before kind of last Christmas, and it went so well that that to replicate that on a much larger scale at Selfridges, I, I still pinch myself that that we're in that we're in there every time I go in store and I come up the escalator. I can't quite believe that it's ours. It you know takes up a whole wall. And for me, this kind of ties into your last question on on challenges. Our biggest challenge is getting Jess, who loves fast fashion, to to rent a dress for the first time. We mm-hmm. see those perceptions of renting and that mindset shift happening in store. We have an incredible uh, team of women who run our pop-up in Selfridges who really can handhold that customer and I hope, you know, make it a really exciting first step into renting. You kind of debunk any myths about, you know, what happens if something doesn't fit, if there's something damaged. You know, we spend a long time making sure we've got answers and processes behind all the kind of behind the scenes stuff um, and our feedback in Selfridges is, is phenomenal. We know that, that people love her they keep coming back and we get a lot of repeat renters. So women who work around the kind of Oxford Street area who pop in to rent a top for date night or a suit for a new business meeting. So changing those behaviours in real time it has been definitely um, on my number one highlight. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, that kind of have popped up a question for me. So I think I actually found her from like an influencer on Instagram. Maybe it was like Venetia Lamana or someone. Um, what do you think the role of influencers is in promoting sustainable fashion also promoting fast fashion do you think that that's the way that we can change mindsets because obviously a lot of young people are following influences and kind of engaging with social media how do you think the best way is to get people onto ethical fashion or just consuming less for sure. Um, I think it's a really interesting question. I'd say three years ago, three and a half years ago, when I cared deeply about sustainability, as did Venetia Falconer, now Lamana at the time, um, we, I remember vividly, we were a, a very amongst very small people talking, a group of people that really, really cared about sustainability. It definitely wasn't on every post you see like you do nowadays. And I think in a very short space of time, there's been a really interesting shift where people do question paid partnerships with fast fashion brands. And also, I think influencers who previously have really promoted new clothes 
I mean, most of the time every day um, have started getting a bit of backlash and are being a bit more selective and careful, which I think is step number one. And um, step number two, um, I think it's all about who you follow. I personally made a very conscious decision to unfollow all the accounts that were pushing fast fashion or pushing brands I didn't really like or just pushing that message that I needed new stuff all the time. Um, Venetia is a perfect example. If there's anyone listening to this that doesn't really follow her, she has a hashtag called old outfit of the day so OOOTD and I think it's one of the cleverest things I've seen in terms mm -hmm. of debunking the myths that wearing the same outfit twice isn't cool I mean how have we got ourselves to a place where wearing the same outfit isn't cool um, I think if we can like, kind of change that mindset shift and I think it's starting you know look at Kate Middleton say the press love when Kate Middleton you know re recycles an outfit or wears same thing twice and mm -hmm. I think it's influencers and celebrities and and here at her we've been very lucky that um a lot of really high profile celebrities influencers tv presenters etc all use us to to promote sustainable fashion because they think that her is a, a I hope a, a, an elevated fun way of getting that message across it doesn't feel too judgmental because and I'm sure we don't have time for it today and um, <laughs> you know one of the things we don't want to get into is telling people what they can and can't do in sustainability there are various reasons why people make the decisions they do and my job is to provide a fun alternative that shows people that renting is a really really cool way to look great mm -hmm. it's affordable and it's, I mean 10 times better for the environment too yeah um could you go into a little bit of detail about how renting is better for the environment and kind of the impact that her is having on preventing all of that fast fashion and, and it's not even just the environment as well it's also the people that are making the clothes yeah of course so um in terms of talking about a sustainable wardrobe extending the lifespan of the clothes we already own is one of the best things we can actually do so just owning our clothes for longer it really is as simple as that mm -hmm. um there's research from rap uk um that extending the lifespan of one garment by nine months can reduce that garment's environmental impact by 20 to 30 percent um so my whole kind of goal is okay how can we pu push this message that owning less is better than for our mental health but actually owning less and kind of investing in the pieces that are built to last rather than built to fail is just such a an, an easy simple thing to do it's quality over quantity every day of the week mm -hmm. and renting obviously at her is one of the best ways we can do that because we're sharing clothes so you know someone might invest in say I don't know I'll take a sleeper pajama set because I wrote a piece um this morning about how daily sleeper is doing incredibly well on our site um you know someone has treated that or they've been given that in this case that I wrote this morning from from their fiance um and that person's rented that item 10 times that means that um the person that owns that that you know feathery pajama set say has a made money b offset nine other purchases or 10 other purchases um, and allowed mm -hmm. them to be shared uh, rather than kind of going against this well going definitely against this where at once generation where you you know you buy something take a photo and then send it back or or it ends up in the back of your wardrobe for me that's worst case and the moment that we can start educating people about owning things for longer that that for me is probably the most important message that I'd love to get across mm -hmm. and it's funny because every time I talk to my mom about sustainability fashion she just cannot believe it because to her it's wild to only like wear something once and then it just goes in the wardrobe or whatever she just can't believe like the kind of throwaway culture so in a way I think it 
part of kind of sustainable fashion is kind of going backwards to how our grandparents or our parents consumed, you know, saving up and stuff like that. But I do think renting is also a massive part of the future. In terms of coronavirus, the the dreaded C word, how has that had an impact on renting? Because I can imagine the fact that it's sharing something and there's probably a lot of cleaning and stuff that has to go into it in extra precautions. How have you seen a difference in people renting? Have you seen a difference in what they're renting? Because obviously we're not going out as much. Um, it's just curious to see if you've seen trends change. Yeah, it's a great question. So absolutely, obviously, at the beginning of, of 2020, the demand side of our platform was hit very badly for the simple reason that people didn't have anywhere to go. Um, kind of luckily, before that, we had really positioned her as rather than kind of renting for high days and holidays, which I think people still, you know, UK wide associate renting with I've got a wedding coming up or need something special for the races or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. I absolutely am focused on on making sure that her is an everyday offering. Um, mm-hmm. So we'd started to see kind of pre-pandemic a bit more of a shift to the girl coming into Selfridges and renting, some, you know, a fun party top. Um, but it's definitely, you're completely right, shifted um, us completely towards casual day-to-day outfits. Mm-hmm. Um, last month, 73% of our users rented what they deemed for casual outfits for lower key events. So rather than talking about kind of occasions we talk about moments so how can we elevate the everyday how can we make our her customer feel great for a picnic in the park or a small gathering or a fun stand studio coat for their daily walk outside so so it's really shifted mindsets um, and obviously a massive shift in terms of the pieces that people are also choosing to rent I guess the one kind of silver lining of of the pandemic that we're hoping is going to end soon for everyone's sake is that I think in many ways it, it sparked a really interesting awakening of sustainable fashion. Um, we now have seen in a very short space of time massive shifts. Uh, you know, fast fashion is now much you know, under the spot, spotlight much more than ever before. We've seen people, you know, wanting to consume less. We've seen the her girls and our, our customer base looking to you know what what should I do with my clothes we get questions Mm -hmm. every day how shall I upcycle them how shall I recycle them what shall I be investing in so for me um on what's been a tough year for for every business and and for everyone UK wide and worldwide I think it's also an interesting time to to reset and actually think about what does the world need to look like and and how can her be part of that so um yeah after a difficult time I, I feel very positive actually that we're along the right lines Mm-hmm. that's that's really good to hear so we're talking on black friday and this morning on twitter i saw that a fast fashion brand is selling something for 35p how can you sell something for 35p what are your thoughts on black friday because i know there's a lot of different thoughts and a little bit of discourse in the kind of sustainability community so i just wondered what you think about the whole thing I think Black Friday is a fascinating subject. Um, so I personally believe that a, a total boycott isn't that constructive, mm-hmm. as we've seen. Uh, it's only 11, what, 11.30 this morning, and I've already had a lot of emails through on Black Friday. So calling for a total boycott, I don't think is that realistic when we know how big fast fashion is and, and how much of a big day it is for a lot of retailers. Um, in my opinion, it's a chance for us to actually rethink our relationship with fashion. Um, so we've launched, uh, rather than Black Friday, we've launched Hack Friday and we have a Q&A on our Instagram channels with a, an incredible sustainable consultant called Shawnee Brett, um, who sat down with me and we are trying to debunk all the myths around sustainability. So 
if you go over to the her channel and scroll down a bit you'll be able to see you know these quick fire questions from someone who knows a lot about sustainability Mm -hmm. what can we be doing differently you know what is the circular economy what even is sustainability is it elitist we're covering all of this stuff because actually for us this is a chance to really educate people and the one kind of exciting launch we have today is um the launch of the her gift cards so we've had a lot of demand for people that want to give the gift of rental or want to think about kind of conscious gifts they can give or buy themselves this black friday so we are just about to push Mm -hmm. them live which I'm really excited about because you know for a mum to be able to give her daughters uh, a rental for next year um, or for your husband to be able to give it to you um, or for you to be able to you know do a bit of self-care and buy buy a gift card for yourself um, Mm -hmm. I think that there are lots of really interesting things and and um, I'm not sure Black Friday is going to stand the test of the time if we're thinking five years down the line. Yeah, and I think that the pandemic has probably pushed, like you mentioned earlier, has probably pushed that thinking of, about sustainability forward and about mindfulness and reevaluating what actually is important. So yeah, I, I agree with you on Black Friday. I don't think it's necessarily a, a boycott. I think that it's a great chance to support ethical brands as well because, you know, they can be quite expensive. So it's a great way to, if you're not as privileged to be able to afford them all the time, maybe you can support them this time. Uh, or even just a lot of businesses are doing stuff like planting trees or, like you said, the gift cards. That is such a great idea. Um, I'll have to send the link as soon as they go live. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what what's next for her? What are your plans? Where would you like her to go? What's kind of like your dream for like the next five years? Gosh, great question. Um, we are super busy. We're probably busier than we ha- ever have been before. Um, in terms of what's coming up, uh, we'll be relaunching our Selfridges pop-up for the run-up to Christmas and then into the new year, mm-hmm. which I'm really excited about. Um, I love you know, being able to actually be in store. Um, I do a couple of shows shop floor um, every week just to kind of meet customers and then for me that's super super exciting we've also launched Selfridge's own in-house rental collection and so we'll be adding a lot more exciting kind of updates to that Mm -hmm. and for me that's a massive change in 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 the way that the fashion industry works right we've got the biggest and best department store in the UK launching their own rental collection through us so I think that's going to be really exciting as we hope the world goes back to normal next year. And then we're also working with a lot more brands directly now um, to launch their own rental platforms. Um, We've been working with the French high street retailer Bash, which was going incredibly well pre-lockdown. And we now are working with lots and lots more brands. So stay tuned. We have uh, some very exciting brand collaborations launching in December and early next year too. Sounds really exciting. So I just have one last question for you. What is your favourite item available to rent on her? That is a great one. Um, <laughs> I'd be probably be quite hard pushed to choose. Um, the one I really love is a House of Sunny cardigan. Um, there's a House of Sunny, um, it's, I think it's called the Daybreaker cardigan that was sold out. Oh, is it the orange and blue one? Exactly that one, yeah. Um, and it was yeah. that one and I was like, where can I find this <laughs> cardigan? It's so cool, I want it. I was trawling through Depop. I was like, where can I get it? And then someone, whoever you are, if you're listening to this and you listed it on her, <laughs> I rented it last week um, just to make my you know days going into the office over lockdown a bit more bearable. Um, mm-hmm. And I loved it. You know, the whole reason I built her is so that I can find fun things and have you know, more choice in fashion and 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 hopefully look a bit cooler as well. So mm-hmm. House of is a great brand, um, and that was my latest rental that I am absolutely thrilled with. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Thanks so much for taking the time to chat with me today. This has been so interesting um, and I've really enjoyed talking with you.
Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Ethical Conversations podcast. Make sure to check out her on Instagram at H-U-R-R and on their site, hercollective.com, where you can shop all various amazing products that they have. They've also recently come out with an app which makes renting even easier. And you can find that on the App Store or Google Play. Just search Her Collective. If you've got spare two minutes, please do give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, share the podcast to your Instagram stories, and let me know your thoughts on the episode. I've been your host at JessRig underscore, and I hope you'll tune in next week for some more ethical conversations. Bye for now.